Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Star vs. the Force of Evil, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Michelle Ander. Hello. And Alex Bonilla. Hola. Uh, happy Stump Day, Michelle and Alex. Yeah. Insert official Stump Day theme song here. We're going to be talking about our holiday special, actually holiday special episodes of Star vs. the Force of Evil, Stump Day, and the aforementioned holiday special uh, that aired, I think, this morning on Disney XD and also where it was on the app. Uh, so, uh, yes, to- new star even after Star Vember. We had our, our, our Christmas slash holiday episodes here. And uh, actually, Stump Day, though. Stump Day episodes. Both both the Stump Day themes. Stump so we're, Day, though. We're going to be getting into that, though. Yeah, we're going to be getting into these uh, episodes. And we talk about Star every time it's new here on the Overly Animated Podcast. You can find us at OverlyAnimated.com or search for Overly Animated Star on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Subscribe there or YouTube to not miss any of our Star discussions. Um, so yeah, make sure you've seen Stump Day and Holiday Spulshul. There, it's on the app and, and everywhere. Um, and, uh, I think that's the, uh, the mandatory pronunciation for Spulshul, right? Why? <laughs> Why like you pronouncing you're throwing it like up a... in your mouth. How else would you say it? You say it? Canadian. Where's the, I don't know if that's how that Sorry. works, but. <laughs> I don't think that's related, but this isn't okay, Ko. They're not going to just drop all those stories all the time. Yeah. Okay. Different show. Okay. Let's get into Stump Day and Holiday Spell Spell Shawl. Uh, Michelle, there you go. Michelle, what did you what did you think of these episodes? <laughs> oh, I liked both of these episodes. I like um, Christmassy themed stuff usually. Um, I I wasn't expecting to like Spellshell at first, but like, oh my god, Alex, you were really behind the all seeing eye as a character, right? Oh, like, hotly uh, anticipated. We'll oh my him. god, I, I agree with you now. He's so great. I just want him to have a good time and be able to socialize. But um, I mean, all the all the drama happened in Stump Day, so I think like they were good for different reasons. But I don't know. It's kind of hard. I to choose a favorite because i also like i love spider with the top hat and i love the fact that we get to see all the like critters inside of stars wand again because i think that's like a fa- it's like a fabulous thing for the show to even like conceive of doing and we keep going back and it keeps being great so i don't have a favorite but like they're both solid a plus thumbs up all around good good times Solid A plus thumbs up, good times from Michelle okay yeah there you go the reviews are in uh alex do you agree good times yeah, like it, it felt really weird that these uh, episodes, like they have nothing to do with story really. But I think because of that, I'm able to just embrace the fun a little more <laughs> easier mm-hmm. than in the previous bomb. And so in the end, I, I think like I enjoyed these a lot, a lot more than uh, several of the episodes from from earlier th- in November. Uh, um, Holiday special, I think, has more interesting things to to think about. But Stump Day is also just a, a fun episode. The drama, uh, well, I, I've uh, I've not been a fan of how they've handled it in the past. But here, I think they move from place to place very quickly to the point where it's just quick jokes and moving on. So I, I enjoyed that that part of it. And uh, yeah, Holiday Special is just a bunch of new characters. All seeing eye is great, and uh, I, <laughs> I I wish uh, I wish the eye great. Uh, uh, that he can grow his relationships within the wand in the future. <laughs> uh, 
But uh, yeah, all in all, they were they were fun ep- episodes. Maybe not uh, substantial, but they, they were entertaining to watch. Yes, yes, I, I I agree. Three three thumbs up from us. Maybe six. Yay! Yeah, I, I'm a big, big fan of both of these episodes. They are really fun. Um, it did just both both solid. Don't know which is better. Don't really care. They're both uh, fun for different <laughs> reasons. And uh, I think this is like what I would have wanted more of from Starvember. Um, like I think these two are better than most episodes of of the new episodes that aired in November. Um, you know, there's like four maybe that were that were better, but um, like this, there's no uh, desire from the show to move the plot along, and I think that with that, the show, the show, the characters, the relationships, they can really shine a lot more when we don't just feel the need to progress uh, from from a certain point. And uh, they, these very much felt like maybe late season two episodes, and I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I think both of them were, I think the highlight of Stump Day is our relationship drama segment. And there's a lot to get into there. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I could take or leave the Stump Day zaniness with Star. You know, it's it's this it's the show's brand of humor. And uh, it's shoehorned into a lot of episodes. I think it was fine here. Um, but, you know, I, it does it does a uh, narrow Star's range of emotions, I guess, if she's always like the, the zany one. Um, so I'm not not crazy when when she gets into that mode, but I think it was fine in that episode. And then Holiday Special was also very fun. I think Spider at the Top Hat's one of the iconic episodes of the show. Makes sense mm-hmm. to get a sequel. I don't think the sequel is as good as the original. You know what? Uh, is, it's but, doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's doing different things. Uh, yeah, but I think it was it was very good. I think it's a good concept for the uh, for this for the sequel, the workplace uh, party, uh, the office party. And uh, yeah, new spell. And, and uh, he has to fit in with the with with the, the current star spells i think yeah it's, it's kind of a brilliant idea and it's executed pretty well so i think these are both really fun and uh you know st- uh, yeah happy stump day that, that's all that's all we got to say here <laughs> it's great um yeah i think we should start with with stump day itself because uh the relationship drama it's what's going to be talked about <laughs> i assume i haven't really looked at any of the the fan discussion yet but uh there's a lot of uh tom star starco kelco oh um, god Ooh. yeah now it's real it makes me really annoyed which which one of those three <laughs> makes the you Kelly thing. oh wow why? okay let's start here because this is going to be a hot debate apparently let's michelle why does it make you annoyed because i just want them to be i just want them to be a supportive friend and we already got like on marco's case before about how he's just like nice to a girl and tells her she's great and he loves hanging out with her and then they fall in love with him and then they realize he's never gonna not love star and then they peace out on him and i don't want things to get weird between him and kelly like can't they just be friends can't he just be a good friend why there gotta be feels plus tom hasn't even moved out yet or tad yeah yeah there's just so much going on so needless extra nonsense okay alex as the number one calco shipper what's your rebuttal here (laughs) Uh, well my rebuttal is i'm with michelle i'm fine with them being friends i think the problem here is that like we're so focused on starco we're not giving yeah. marco a chance to explore other relationships so like what, uh, what? kelly's just kind of off on the sideline here that you give Jana this one line oh you wish they were fighting over you 
But other than that, there's not, and also Kelly and Marco dancing for like five seconds at the end of the episode. There's not actually that much substance here to this ship. So oh. like, uh, as a as a crack shipper, I love Ke- Kelly and Marco, and I will uh, consume every fan art of them available together. But in the show, like, you're still not really doing anything to convince me that this is going to be a real relationship. <laughs> What do you mean, crack it's ship? It's totally I'm, canon. They were dancing together. I mean, yes, but yeah, like... You can compartmentalize your shipping and your logic. That is truly commendable. I could oh, not... Oh, oh that sounds like a shot at me, Michelle. That's what I'll it say. It is a shot at you. It's Wow. Wow. The difference well, let, is Starco is the, the, the foundation. Anyway. Well, yeah. let, let this not mar the idea that uh, the fact that Kelly is in this episode at all, I love, and I make this episode three times better than it would have been without Kelly. Yeah, here's the rebuttal. <laughs> to michelle is that they, their show isn't really trying to show them together i think like it's you know they're just they're just yeah they, we do have the one line from pony at uh geez kelly chill out are you just mad because marco's fighting over tom that was jana though Jana said that, that? Geez, yeah yeah that sounds like a pony headline now that i wrote it down uh are you just mad because marco's fighting tom over star instead of you yeah um that was it though and she didn't really respond so she was she she was defensive and this animation's not cheap it takes a lot of time and effort to animate. If you need to okay, pay attention a... to something, it is very intentional. Okay. And for them to yeah. even include that line, it says more than I ever wanted. It a, yeah, it was, uh, also, was... the star, star versus the Forces of Evil is known for its teasing. So, like, yes, it, it's a ship tease, I, I can, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like, the, actually, I don't know. It's different from, like, a, a Disney Channel promo. You the, know, this the, is, like, look. is that episode the point is they're not like dating right like that it's you know it's just it, they just throw it into this episode it was fun i don't need any of it at don't all. any of it oh man yeah. get me a kelly and marco dating episode so kelly oh. can dump him that would be a little satisfying actually yeah to get back together with tad right no no no, no. <laughs> do her own thing how what dare you yeah. Tad, I, yeah, we got Tad in this episode. Very exciting. Yeah, that made me annoyed. I thought the end of Lava Lake Beach <laughs> was like an ending. It was like, okay, fine, Tad, come back in. Like, come on. Yeah, it was just, it was, I guess it's a joke because we didn't show Tad moving out before. So, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we got we got Kelly. Very very exciting here. Um, I would say, wow, Kelly is more a part of our, our cast. But no, because Starfan 13 was in this episode. So, <laughs> kind, yeah. of, kind of, da- <laughs> I was very annoyed. I thought we were completely done with Starfan 13. <laughs> mind her kelly had an awesome outfit this episode though yes just for the yes. record yeah great sweater mm-hmm. and scarf thingy yeah yeah i would i would say let's talk more about kelly but we kind of just hit on everything that she did in the episode, <laughs> there so. wasn't a lot yeah unfortunately maybe we'll circle back yeah um but yeah yeah we have kelly and uh, kelly and marco on one corner of the screen and on the other <laughs> corner of the screen you have tom and star <laughs> Like on totally opposite sides of the room, so that's where we are right now. <laughs> the cannon ships, it's happening, yeah. Um, but really, I don't know why we started with Kelly. That's not the headline. The headline is the Marco versus the headline Tom. to me. Marco versus oh. Tom drama. Um, yeah. Marco says, and you're supposed to be her boyfriend. Uh, oh my god! Uh, he, wow, just calling Tom out yes, on being a bad boyfriend. Ever. Tom mm-hmm. says, "Say I'm a good boyfriend." <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Jan, I that, think I, that's this, a Tomco moment. Actually, <laughs> it was like approve of yeah, me. Yeah, the, the screenshot's oh, going to be the Tomco true. moment. They're like wrestling. Yeah. Oh. Hashtag Tomco. Okay, I'm into that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, into it. Yeah. And uh, wait, who's uh, this? Is Ponyhead? I think. Uh, wow, happy birthday! Starts the ultimate gift. Two boys mm-hmm. are fighting over you. Yeah. That yeah. was yeah. That's Ponyhead. Yep. Uh, it's happening. The Tom versus Marco drama we've always wanted, right? <laughs> I don't know about always wanted, but it's <laughs> happening, isn't it? 
How did you look at this, Michelle? As it was this uh, Tom, Tomco, Starco, Tomstar, all of the above. No, no, it, no, it's just nonsense. It's just nonsense. They don't like each other, and they need to just have hot showers and just go to bed. <laughs> they're just they're just fourteen, fifteen year olds, right? Like, yeah, it's just the, the the middle school drama. Yeah, exactly. It's a lot. Yeah, Alex, what yeah. do you think? Okay, this is tough. I think in the end, it ends up being a Starco thing, just because, mm-hmm. like, it, it, Marco is the one who, well, Marco's doing wrong things, Tom's doing wrong things, nobody's actually right here, but uh, Marco has, has the advantage of, uh, like, actually putting thought into preparing something, even if, if as Star plays out very well his timing is very off and he should recognize that stump day is more important to her than the birthday but uh yeah and the, like the uh, tom i i can see his side of the argument right like he he knows star well enough to be like okay leave her alone for the holidays i don't want to get mixed up with her right now and uh, just we'll handle the birthday stuff later and that's a perfectly fine line of reasoning but um yeah the, the fighting just I guess the fighting just feels off because it's like the whole, you know, two guys fighting over a girl who, like, the girl doesn't have any say in the actual fighting of it. So mm-hmm. it, it all feels very awkward when you, when you think about it too much. But by the end of the episode, it ends up being a Starco thing. So whatever. Well, duh, like every episode. But yeah, um, yeah just, just note that I didn't bring that up. Uh, yeah, so it's... No, I was I was living for the drama. Okay, it was great. Yeah, that's like the main thing to take away from this episode. It's just the drama. It's, yeah, that's I I love the Tom and Marco fighting. It's happening. Why they were too civil? We need to. They need to butt heads. I agree. It's bad because they're fighting over Star, and uh, you know, not not a great feminist message and stuff. But um, you know, I don't I don't think Star really cared. <laughs> like either way, Star. It's not like uh, Star was invested in. This was just the two of them being dumb. So. I thought I thought it was good. And there's no real conclusion either because, uh, you know, neither is right um, because Star just doesn't celebrate her birthday on Stump Day. So, yeah, Tom knows that. Marco didn't know. And that's it, basically. I mean, we could have a we could have a discussion over whether surprise parties are like a, a morally good thing. The episode kind of talks about that. Um <laughs> <laughs> like uh, you could, you shouldn't really surprise people. That's probably not a good thing. Um, but I mean, know. the thing is, I feel like Star, like her personality, as described in seasons one and two, would love surprises normally. But it's just <laughs> this, think, this yeah. one particular day is a bad time. Yeah, for Star it. normally, yeah, you you you'd think so. So you know, I don't think either of them are out of line here. Tom got mad; he shouldn't have gotten mad, but Marco's very baited by Marco. And uh, Tom clearly not over his anger problems. Demonism did not solve everything. And uh, well, because yeah. he didn't go through the treatment, yeah, he didn't want one. Thing. session i was like nah yeah, i'm out you got one out <laughs> uh, we had like 91 to go or whatever yeah yeah it's uh so you know i it was it was a great uh two minute sequence but i don't think we're really supposed to take anything away from it yeah I, do you agree i mean mm-hmm. it's like the beginning of the end with of tom star and tom oh, really? wow. oh. Of it is it's- yeah, also, it's Marco making his feelings a little more public, like, you know, saying, oh, oh you're you supposed think, to be her yeah. boyfriend. Oh, do you so think that's star. true? Mm-hmm. Did, did you read it like that? And you're supposed to be your, her boyfriend was a uh, public display of Marco's feelings. Yeah, it's more yeah. like a like public jealousy, right? And so mm-hmm. the star, I think, is smart enough to, like, discern, oh, wait, what's going on here? <laughs> Why are you no, calling him out like in, that? She was in wacky, zany star mode. With well, she yeah, wasn't she in wacky, zany star mode. She's in donuts at the stump at all costs. I'm terrified of the stump. Oh, my God, the stump mode, which well, is... She, understandable okay, she, she, she it's did, a favorite get, holiday she got vindicated because it was real okay true 
Um, but yeah, I don't think she was noticing uh, the. I don't think she's gonna notice uh, Marco's public feelings. Yeah, no, because she was too wrapped up in the stump. Right, yeah, yeah. So it's it's the the drama will continue <laughs> to the second half of the season. When will Marco admit his feelings? When will Star's feelings return, or she'll like surface them? And uh, yeah, it, this was a good uh, continuation of the this continued Starco drama. I do think what, the show had what uh, happened though. Like we keep dancing around this, but like what happened between them? Like why did nothing happen? She like do they just not feel ready? Is that like how the show feels? They have to like wait a while to really have a talk because it was uh, pretty I, close I, there. For a I, I think sec. it's just bad timing on all accounts because, like, first mm-hmm. Star has a crush on Marco, but Marco is already with Jackie. By the time Marco and Jackie break up, Star has already moved on. And only when Marco breaks up with Jackie, is like, okay, I'm ready to talk with Star. But no way, Star's taken. So, That's like, true. It's just all timing stuff. And I, I like uh, I, in real life, like you can understand why like that that would happen and stuff gets delayed. But in show, obviously, it's a bit more frustrating <laughs> because you yeah. know that at one point they both had feelings for each other, but it just it never it happened at the same time. <laughs> Right, it's just the relationship drama stuff. They do know they do currently both have feelings for each other. We're yeah, just, that's the know. that's the thing that I'm like, yeah. okay, guys, it, like we know it's there. Like, how besi- much longer? Besides scent of a hoodie, do we like? But since then, has has there been any signs? Um, I mean, you, just you like know. her her relentless trust in Marco and yeah. going to him for pretty much everything is like the first person she Let's, cares about Alex, the most. It's pretty yeah, apparent. Yeah, you forget uh, the finale of, of the mid-season finale stuff with um, You're My uh, Lifeline and stuff like oh, that. Oh, right? well, that's yeah. just silly. Yeah, that, that's more like forcing him into a squire role rather than right. like... I mean, you obviously, know. you could mm-hmm. interpret all of the squire stuff as, uh, you know, just just friends, uh, just friends, yeah, but um, you know, it's, it's, it's clearly, I think, supposed to be a metaphor for their deep bond and stuff like that. Yeah, and yeah. Manifestation well, of it. I do want to say at the end where he, Star says, uh, oh, I love you all, but he looks, she looks directly at Marco. Like, that's the Starco yeah. moment. Uh, <laughs> yes. it's, it, right. I didn't even write it down just because it's, they, they completely, they instantly move away from it. But yeah, she's, uh, she says, I love you all and holds hands with Marco first, but then everyone holds hands. So, um, you know, we're, we're, we're having, bo- we're having it both ways with, with the Starco and uh, trying to obscure it. Both um, ways. Yeah, but I do I guess think, so. Currently, uh, yeah, Star's just, I think Star still clearly has her feelings for Marco. It hasn't been that long since uh, this was a giant thing at the end of season two, and we have not yet addressed them. She just buried them uh, uh, underneath her desire to be a better princess, and uh, she's um, dating Tom to, like, obscure it and, uh, you know, just to not have to be sad and uh, deal with those. So they're just hiding underneath, and Marco does have feelings for Star as of uh, Lava Lake Beach and always, but, you know, he just realized it. So, um, yeah, it's gonna gonna come head on in the second half of the season unless they keep delaying it more, which they might. I don't think, I don't know, I feel like they won't wait till season four for something to actually happen. Yeah, you sure? Sure. My, my my guts just I don't know. I think it's gonna get old, you know, because it's it already feels kind of like I feel a little frustrated, right. and I, I don't like, even ship it. So I feel like, I feel like they said... have to do something by the end of the season. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, 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 I'd be living for this if we were just dealing with the drama more directly. We're kind of just, yeah, that's the thing. The dancing around it's what feels frustrating. If they actually had, if they hashed it out, like, I'd love to watch that. But of course, if they hashed it out, the drama couldn't stretch for a season, could it? They (laughs) kept different plot drama, which would be a new kind of fun. You can have them just like get into a fight and like stop talking to each other or something like that. Oh, oh, I hope not. That's a, that's an old, sad 
tropey thing to do. Just like them discussing it is the important part. Even if it doesn't go mm-hmm. well, they need to talk about it, right? Like, let's just yeah bring on the drama or the happy. Like, whatever. Either way, <laughs> let's do it. Okay, there's there's relationship drama discussion. We also had kind of some what some some Janko. I feel like. Um, Jen Did was we? Like, uh, she's like, stop rubbing, uh, rubbing my back, Marco. And then oh, I feel like there's something else. God. Marco, um, such. I, a- I actually got Jan, Jan Star because at one point she like she like elbows somebody and goes, "That's my girl." She does say, "That's my girl." Yeah, <laughs> like that, 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 that was the stronger Janiceship here. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> I agree with Alex. Yeah, that's my girl. Uh, it's a Jan Star. Wow, just all the ships happening in this episode. So it happens in the holidays. All the feelings come out. Well, except Ponyhead and Starfan. They're the ones left out here. <laughs> I know, and Ponyhead did not appreciate people not paying attention to her. Oh, the one thing that didn't happen. Yeah, classic Ponyhead. Jana Tom that everyone's been waiting for didn't happen. So that's sad. What? Yeah. What do like, mean, what? what are you wanting? The, that I didn't everyone's know been that was for? a thing. Well, it's oh, not yeah. a thing. Well, J- Jenna loves like the supernatural stuff, right? And Tom's well, Jana, dated, Jana dated a skeleton. It's in the book. And so Jana this isn't is that much of a stretch. Last gay for Tom. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, they were dancing. It was Star, then Tom, then Jana in that dancing sequence at the end. So the. They're close. <laughs> yeah, they Physically, were at least within arm's reach. Yeah, yeah they're arm's reach close. Sometimes that's all you need for a ship. Oh, yeah, that's true. As we know from the Kelka, yeah. So, yeah. Um, hey, Kelly has had more than that. <laughs> yeah, we they cried lovely. in each other's arms. <laughs> yeah, always have Lava Lake Beach. Yep. Okay. So. Man. Um, yeah, so that's the relationship drama. Would we, uh, oh, yeah, and this was all framed around Marco's surprise quinceanera for a star. Um, yeah, happy that's 15th. 15. Yeah. Happy 15th birthday, star. Yay. Hey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> is For it once, me or do, ha- they, do, do they feel portrayed younger than that? Well, they're you know, Star is pretty immature, I think. But um, it's, yeah, we we known. I think we known that they are fourteen. For once, we didn't have an yeah. off-screen birthday, so hooray. Um, you know, with a lot of shows, it's like, did they turn a year older, and we just didn't know it yet? But no, this is yes. Did did Mar- did we have Marco's birthday? Right? Yeah, just uh, in Lava Lake Beach. So. Um, by, by the way, Marco put all this thought into planning Star's birthday party. What did they do for Marco, huh? They got him extra nachos. He loved it. He had a good time on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, wait, wait. Dylan's not impressed with that comment. <laughs> no, I, I have nothing to add. Yeah, it's, uh, we should, yeah, we should have a Marco birthday party, but no, it's just a Kelco moment. So, <laughs> so there you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. What what do we think of this uh, quinceanera, Alex? Alex. Um, well, I just enjoyed. Hey, Marcos of a Mexican family. What do you know? Star learned something about culture. Uh-huh. Great. But uh, yeah, I, I I like the details, like her being able to understand the mariachis. Uh, oh, she's she's uh, talking Spanish a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, es un día muy importante. <laughs> but um. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the stump wearing a sombrero felt a little too on the nose. Like, come on, really? That, that, that's your idea. But um, it, it was fine. I, I, I like just in, in, uh, including uh, Mexican culture since that's how we were introduced to Marco and his family in the first place. And since then, it was never really touched upon. <laughs> it's besides nachos, I guess. Yeah, nachos oh, is the recurring theme, yeah. Um, I feel bad for joking about the nachos. Marco has more than that in his life. Yeah, he also has burritos, right? And karate. <laughs> no, burritos are Star and Tom's thing, and nachos is uh, the uh, dragon cycle. So, wrong all around, is what I would say to that. 
No, Tom no, doesn't get it. to claim burritos. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't deserve no. it. The burrito song is always a Tom Star thing, and we'll have to accept that. Is what I'll say. Um, yeah. So uh, I don't know what were we talking about. The quinceanera. Yeah. The quinceanera. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, the, the thumbs up. The, yeah, I like the the mariachi bands, and uh, the the best moment was uh, Ponyhead saying, "Also, this party has uh, no hotties." And the leader. Oh, and the, the guy got sad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't, I would be offended if someone said no hotties, but yeah, I I would be offended. It doesn't even matter. It's just it's just like a rude thing to say out loud. I have no self confidence. So I would just say okay. Yeah, was, oh no! <laughs> relatable. Yeah, it's yeah. But he, he was upset. Oh. What else? Uh, how about the concept of uh, stump day and um, you know, just a, it's a wacky uh, muni thing. I we should talk in. about that. It's kind of like the Munmin's origin story, isn't it? Right. Yeah. So we get, we do, we get the uh, Kingdom of Muni origin story with the stump and them carving their initials into the stump. Where did they come from? Uh, also, if we if we tie this into the monster Muman plot, this is getting really colonial here. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes I think so. The, mo- the monsters were here. The Muman showed up out of nowhere. Like, okay, this that, is our but... land now. Wow. Right? Yeah, they're portrayed as um, yeah, as like settlers, right? So this is um, this is we don't they don't mention monsters, but I do think that this is a subtle development of the Muman monster stuff. Yeah. Not not good, yeah. not good. The butterfly family but, name is uh, is going to is not not looking great. I think. Uh huh. Also, just in general, like the whole stump day thing, I do enjoy that it's not a straight Christmas parody. Like we we end up adding some extra, like uh, oh, the bad things might happen to you. It's like it's like a a hybrid between Halloween and Christmas. So I think it's with the, with the settler thing. I think it's more Thanksgiving in that. It's regard. all and also free. Thanksgiving, right? So like yeah. I, I do enjoy that they're just like blending stuff into this human wacky holiday. It's like that that's cool. It, it's not it's not something I've seen before all together in one. Yeah, the main Christmas thing I think was the it's just a manipulative fairy tale that parents tell their kids so they're less annoying during the holidays. Mm-hmm, so, yeah. Definitely. That and the music. Commentary on yeah. Santa, yeah. So um yeah, it's but uh yeah, stump day was fine, sure. I don't I don't I wasn't that into the horror parts with the with the stump at the end. I don't know. Dude. No, but the tension leading up to it, I really enjoyed when Star's just like really terrified and like the creepy song she sings when she's brushing her teeth is like very on point. I appreciated it a lot. Yeah. Any any other stump day comments, Alex? Uh, no. Uh, yeah. Um, the stump, stump day <laughs> serves as a good framing device for all the character interaction, which is what makes this episode fun to watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot that the most important go. part is stumptacular, says Marco. So um, he would say that. Yeah. Oh, oh, I, I do. Uh, Tom, Tom said at one point, like uh, talking about Star and her devotion. Like, I think it's cute. And then Star, get off me, you non-believer. <laughs> Star takes it seriously, you guys. I'm gonna claim that as an anti-Tom Star moment. Aww. <laughs> Nobody believed in the stuff. Not even her parents. Tom yeah. is trying. Yeah. Is he trying. The only no. thing that makes me a little like mm, about Tom was that when Marco was like, I don't think he remembered that her birthday was even like a thing. Yeah, and if that's, that's, like, that's true, up in the that's air, yeah. but we don't know. That was Marco's perspective, and he already is like kind of yeah. you know. But, about but if Tom. they cel- if they celebrated on like a completely different day, maybe understandable that he wouldn't remember yeah. this on this specific day. But yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Right, other co- other parts of the episode. Uh, in the beginning, we had uh, tell me the story of the first stump, stump day, Uncle River. Ha <laughs> You don't tell me what to do. Yeah, that was a good line. <laughs> it's just like very, oh. very river line. Yeah. 
And uh, we talked about the hotties line. Oh, here's a good uh, pony headline. Uh, Sorry, I was so hard on Earth Turd, except not really, because he's improved as a person with my thoughtful criticism. (laughs) I agree. I agree with pony heads. (laughs) Thoughtful criticism. Yes. Defend pony head. Okay. Um, Has Marco improved, though? (laughs) I was, uh, from what? He was already fine to begin with. I mean, I, I think we do need to. I mean, we've already talked about this a little in the Star Vember, but like Marco and Star have seemed more immature in these group of episodes than they were in the end of season two. Yeah, I mean, they're both. They're both yeah, they're both putting on more than uh, you know than than they're 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 both uh, trying to pretend to be these uh, adults now, and uh, they're still fifteen as this episode establishes. So. Um, I think it's unsurprising that we've been dealing with it badly, and I do hope we we comment on that more in the second half of the season. Um, yeah. Okay. So uh, thumbs up on Stump Day. Mm-hmm. See. Okay. See. Okay. Let's talk about holiday special. Um, <laughs> the long-awaited Spider with a Top Hat sequel. Was it long-awaited? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of awaited. Spider Spray. <laughs> I would have preferred a Ludo in the Wild sequel first, but oh my god, yes, both of those things. Yeah, it only been a year, but we have uh, the return of a Spider with a top hat. Um, yeah, Michelle, what do you think of? Uh, first of all, I guess like the concept of this episode and how they deal with it in the sequel. It's so good. It's just such a smart, amazing idea. And it's one of the things that made me really like enjoy season two so much. Like it just took all these directions that I wasn't anticipating given like, you know, the the rhythm of season one. But like, I think it's such a good idea going in center one and seeing how all these characters interact is like so funny and interesting. And I actually like care about them. And that's like crazy because they live inside her one the whole time. But it's just, yeah, like Alex was saying too, like the idea of introducing a new spell and like the weirdness of like, oh, well, it's like actually Eclipse spell. He's like, yeah, but Star used him. So he should like be part of the team now. And he just doesn't know how to fit in. And I think one interesting thing out of it's like, I I was I was kind of wondering like oh if it's Eclipse's spell is he can be like super evil and awful but like he just didn't know how to fit in and he's like really chill and that gives me a little hope for like you know our perceptions of Eclipse too like if this is the way her magic interacts with Star's magic maybe it's not totally evil mm-hmm. that was my big takeaway but I oh, thought the episode was great mm-hmm. not even something the episode directly comments on but yeah maybe um, yeah what do you think of that Alex. Yeah, I, actually, I came with a similar takeaway because the the, the moral of, that this episode is trying to give off, right, is uh, all seeing eye says always tell the truth no matter yeah. what. And uh, Spider at the top is like, well, there are times when you got to hide the truth a little bit, man. And uh, it, it's a similar um, thing to like Eclipse. Uh, she's mentioned stuff like all knowledge is good knowledge. So she seems to be like that kind of person, too, where she'll just say what's on her mind no matter what. And the star has also been on that path like, hey, you got to always tell the truth. But also she hides certain things, right? So, like, it's just, it's an interesting parallel to what's going on outside of Eclipse and Star that they've managed to squeeze into this one episode. And I think just in general, like, Spider with a top hat, the character is very relatable to, relatable to me. Like, yeah. a guy who has, like, exude positivity inside, he's falling apart. <laughs> it's so relatable, and, yes. And so, like, it, it, he, he's just a very nice character that if we get one one episode of him a season, I'm like, oh, okay, cool, that guy, I remember him. <laughs> And uh, yeah, just it's it's a very it's a very cute episode and one that ends up having a a, a story that you can think about because there are um, 
there are arguments for both sides, right? Like all seeing eyes uh, idea and spider's idea. In the end, it seems all seeing eye comes around to spider's form of thinking. Like, well, I got to also show the good sides of the truth as well. So it's it's an interesting thing to think about in the end. And I think that's why it makes Holiday Special uh, a slightly better episode than Stump Day. It's it's treating themes that are a bit more um, in-depth than what Stump Day is doing. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, yeah, I, I could see it, but, uh, you know, I think, I think our themes are dealt with subtly and, uh, you can just enjoy the nonsense of the spells. Um, right. And that, yeah, that's what I think makes it a yeah. fun episode. The mm-hmm. fact that it doesn't hammer home that moral, like it, it, it surrounds it with a lot of zaniness and stuff. And it's like, Oh, this is, this is funny. In terms yeah. of morality, the one thing I really appreciated was that it wasn't just, uh, that all seeing I needed to just hide the truth at times. It was like the, the conclusion is that you can also tell the truth about good things. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't like not telling the truth at any point. He was just shifting the focus of what yeah, he was showing. And I think that's like a, a creative take on this on this type of pretty simplistic pa- parable, um, where it's mm-hmm. like you know just don't focus on the on the negative. He he can you can also show off uh, with your apparently um, infinite recording. You can just show off the the good things that are happening too. So I, I enjoyed that. Um, in in general, with this episode concept, I think that. The original Spider with the Top Hat is, uh, yeah, it's just such a unique premise and one that was executed in a really uh, excellent way last season when they did it um october 10th so a year and a few months and i think that that episode really was around the turning point of the show from yeah like, i would from, agree yeah, from like good to great and like this is arguably one of the first great episodes of star um you know we have uh ones like sleepover and um uh what uh, mr candle cares before that but really like once you get to this episode it's like the show shifts into gear we get into the wands and then bon bon and then into the second half of the season and um you know I, this is this is the first time i really when the started with the top hat started to think about the show in a different more like legitimate critical light and i do think that this is one of the most interesting narrative concepts that the show does in uh just kind of personifying stars all of stars spells and showing them interact and how that parallels star on the outside um and i think this was another excellent example of it um and i think including all seeing eye was a great uh you know way to tie into the eclipse stuff currently and a good commentary on what we've done with stars magic in the past year um and uh i don't know i i I guess the i just resides in her in her wand always now because she casted it once or twice but um yeah and seeing seeing the eye interact with with all of her nonsense uh uh zany spells i think is is really fun um and yeah it's uh you know i i guess i don't generally i don't enjoy this or spider with the top hat on terms of like personal enjoyment as much as seeing just star and marco on the outside but um i think this is uh a great thing to do every once in a while and it's uh just really uh just great great narratively and uh just very creative i think yeah i think it works as a breather episode right like mm-hmm. after all all this plot stuff of the star member that it was trying to do and then you just show up with a holiday episode and the, the spider in the top hat is like okay well, that that's nice it brings you back to your to the, like the roots of the like zany emotionalness of star yeah i do think i do think these episodes maybe don't are uh, somewhat don't work anymore just because star isn't casting narwhal blast like in a in a long time like uh when's the last time she did warn accord stampede so you kind of forget who these things are this is more of like a season one concept that we're still commenting on and the show's kind of just different now 
um you know i think i think it's fine but we it, it is it, it is a little bit there's like kind of two star versus like the original premise of the show like we're not really fighting forces of evil anymore and uh you know we're not really uh stars not really casting these crazy spells all the time um and this is like kind of a new age star commentary on past star but the further we get from season one star i think it's going to stop working as much so i do wonder if we'll go back to it again um, but yeah, I, I still still like seeing Narwhal and Warnicorn and and everyone here. Uh, Michelle, do you have a favorite spell uh, for, from the episode? Mm, I mean, I really like Spider with a top hat. He has the most personality. Okay, um, that's a boring choice. That's not a boring <laughs> choice. It's a it's a makes a lot of sense choice. Yeah, um, he's, he's great. We also had Kitten Barrel. Uh, snail. Carol was pretty cool. Uh, I still really enjoy Narwhal Blast. Like he, he's kind of the veteran <laughs> of the group, and he's yeah, like he a is. Spider's confidant. Uh, yeah, and like he, he's yeah. he's he's smart enough to take him aside. He notices Spider's feelings, uh, like you know, oh, you you look a bit down, you know. So I I like him. He's nice, and he's got an eye patch, which is cool. Yeah, which is cool. <laughs> and we saw it underneath the eye patch, which was kind of concerning. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a pit of nothingness. Like, what's the story behind that, man? Are you medically concerned for him? <laughs> well, just why did they show it? It makes me wonder. Oh, man. Maybe our narwhal solo episode. Inside of his eye. It's just yeah. super <laughs> meta. Wow. Yeah, I guess that's what we need right <laughs> inside now. The wand, inside his eye. Yes, it is. Well, we got the. Well, I mean, anything could happen. Yeah, we got another la- layer deep. We also had Cloudy, who we'd seen on the show a few times. Oh, yeah, Cloudy. Yeah. I like Kitten Bear all cloudy. Although the Warnicorns, I think, were really good. Um, asking I if you lift. And uh, <laughs> you lift, bro. And then uh, Warnicorn also says, instead of taking responsibility for my actions, I'm going to blame you for recording them. <laughs> and then I'm going to pummel you. Yeah. yeah Lots good. of I puns in this episode. <laughs> yeah, he was there great. Oh, uh, Pig. I don't know what spell Pig is, but um, he was, Pig was dan- He was telling the story of him dancing. Yeah, I thought that was oh, yeah. Came off a, a little bit too similar to Mr. Pig from Adventure Time. Like, they're pretty much the same character. So Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's true, but not, not the show's responsibility. And we have Snail. Uh, snail's trails are, it's a side effect from my medication. Oh, yeah. I remember Snail. Yeah. That. Wow, that's, that's the... I remember the character. This from snail's the... just a very interesting design. It sticks in your mind. Yeah, definitely true. Um. So yeah, that was fun. Fun seeing all the spells. Um, what do we, so Alex uh, hotly anticipated seeing us all seeing eye slash spy eye slash seeing eye. Um, do you think the portrayal of it delivered in the episode? I think it did. I mean, I, I went into the, this expecting like him actually being a character, like you know, actually talking. Maybe you give you give it a female deep voice to mirror Eclipsa. They give give him some brooding lines. I don't know, but it, it, making him silent, but also like what I admire this episode is that they made him silent, but it still feels like the eye has a personality, right? It like, stays <laughs> off to the side, it, it, it observes everybody, and is willing to speak up when something is is wrong, but uh, also is able to be convinced about things. It's not it's not totally um, unaware of what's going on around it. So just it was a very interesting portrayal, not one I was expecting, but it, in the end, it's just like all seeing eye as a character. Like I, I love the fact that they went went in with uh, doing that finally. Why is yeah. all seeing eye less of a human than star spells? 
Because he's literally just like a, a, a vaporous eye that shoots out of the wand. I think I mean, he I feel looks like there's perfect. Easy for easy uh, rebuttals to that, which is uh, any of them are just. Uh... But a narwhal's still a narwhal, and a, a spider's they, still a spider. But he's but they all have just mouths. like a. Yeah, but he doesn't. Yeah, maybe because Eclipse's magic's different. Maybe that's part of it too. Yeah, maybe that's part of the contrast. I do think I do think it's kind of interesting to think about something about stars uh, and herself, like which uh, uh, anthropomorphizes her spells uh, versus everyone else who aren't like humans. Maybe like maybe there's something special about Star that does that. Mm-hmm. I think also that's the possible. fact that these uh, all these other spells were used in her more fun, loving time, uh, but this all-seeing eye has only been used in like very serious or somber occasions. Like he has to go get Glosteric. Uh, oh my he, god! He needs to go find relationship drama. That's such a- Good so, point. No wonder but, he has trouble socializing. He's not yeah. used to having fun spell time. Oh, <laughs> well, it makes so much sense now. Yeah, that he doesn't get invited to parties very often. So what He's are you going to do? He's always business. It's probably his first Christmas work party ever. I feel for him, man. You're feeling, you're feeling so oh, bad for I. Yeah. yeah. Oh, poor, poor all-seeing I. Yeah. If all he does is just record things and then play them back. That's yeah. It. Um, but yeah, he. he I, I was int- I, I was a little disappointed they didn't go like the lapis route with Steven Universe of like re- replaying things to make like, a conversation. Yeah. Like that 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 would have been also an interesting way to go. Like him talking by way of other people talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, showing showing other clips, forming sentences for himself. What what's up with the uh, Jackie and Marco clip that we kept showing? Uh, it's always the best to tell now, the truth. I'm wondering if that's a way of the show telling us that stars use the spell on other occasions, and that would explain a little better why the spell is in the wand by now. Like the fact that Star has used it frequently enough, because all we've seen in show is it, it being used twice. I think in Bon Bon and uh, in the cave. But uh, yeah, th- that would be an interesting way to go. The fact that Star has been using this more often to spy uh, spy on people, whether it be Marco or somebody else. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I, that's fair. Yeah, maybe that's the interpretation. But yeah, that, that just seemed like a random thing to show multiple times for. for yeah, you'd think yeah, he'd have more material. <laughs> that he just he just really latched on to that one moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. it said all he he you know needed to say or what he felt like. Yeah, it's it's how he's feeling. So, um, yeah. So, will we see all seeing eye again? I hope so. Spider in a top hat three. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, coming in twenty nineteen. <laughs> that might be accurate. Yeah. 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 Probably. December twenty eighteen could be a possibility. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like late twenty eighteen. Lock it in the season four. Yeah, I, I think we'd welcome part three of this this series. Mm-hmm, definitely. And if, oh, especially if we do Dark Star, and then uh, we see how the the Dark Star arc, and she's uh, more dark magic. See how that has changed the. Oh man, the what if there's like a, an Office Politics episode where like All Seeing Eye <gasps> somehow convinces all the spells to join? Oh <laughs> my god, that, that would be amazing. Trans- yeah. Yeah, he gets trans- so oh. popular. Yes, he becomes the new top eye in the election episode spider with a top hat versus all seeing eye yeah um yeah no if we do any sort of transition with stars magic i do think we should reflect it in in the inside the one i think that could be a powerful tool um so yeah there there you go stump day holiday special michelle what are your final thoughts here 
This was a fun time. Um, I don't know anything about the episodes that are coming after this week, but like, I thought this was a nice break from the direction we've been going. I'm ready to get back to it after this, but this was a really nice break. It was super enjoyable. Yeah, uh, Alex. Yeah, I think it serves its purpose as a, a nice palate cleanser. It brings me back to what uh, part of what I fell in love with Star in the first place. The fact that it's just a very fun show to watch without inserting uh, like all plot elements from a bunch of different lines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, and just letting the characters interact with each other and do uh, fun, punny jokes. So, yeah, it, this being the, the taste I have in my mouth going into 2018 of Star is much better than ha- having a mo- Monster Bash be the final thing to yeah, see. Yeah, I agree. Oh, come on. Monster- I, I, I'll take Monster Bash over either of these episodes. I, I do agree the general like tone of the show. I'd prefer this, though. Um, un- unfairly hating on Monster Bash. It's a, some- We're it's not a, hating on it. Yeah, it's I just... think we talked about it enough, but it's an okay yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. But these are more in line with what I expect Star to be Th- like. Thematically, yes. yes. Like a I, I, basis. I, in terms yeah. of like ranking, I'd rank Monster Bash over these. Anyway, Stumptacular. Yes, I agree. Uh, funny <laughs> Stumptacular. So, um, yeah, very g- great stuff with Stump Day and Holiday Special. Seems like we have potentially eight episodes left of, okay, episodes here referring to 30 minute blocks of, um, of star season three so it would make it would fit right in line if we just did uh star february again with the exact same model oh so, yeah we'll see if that's what they do um i could i could i think that's probably the favorite to disney just do another bomb except instead of two up two eleven and blocks a day it would just be one since they have less less material for the end of the season so um potentially looking out for that but probably at least a few months off to at least two months off from star i would say no we could wait till March. Have it be starch. No, starch. that's an awful pun, and that's a bad. <laughs> wait that long. Hashtag starch. Starch. Yeah, get it trending. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, it's, it's we're not locked into February. It'll be sometime in the you know spring. So we'll Marcho instead of. Oh Marco. my god! Disney needs to hire you, Alex, and then fire you for these ah. awful ideas. <laughs> these brilliant but awful ideas. They'll hire me for the next Spider with the Top Hat episode. I'll just yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go st- all the all the eye puns you can. Yeah, um, we we only hit on one, but that that's okay. Here we uh, yeah, we'll we'll see. Well, I, I see your back. point. Yeah, okay, stop. Um, <laughs> let us know what you thought of Stump Day and Holiday Special. Uh, leave comments on uh, if you're watching on YouTube there or on our website, overlyanimated.com. Join the discussion on Discord, overlyanimated.com slash Discord, to text chat with us about a star. And uh, you can consider supporting us on Patreon, patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thank you very much to all of our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast. Uh, Andy, a.k.a. Buzz Lightyear, and thanks as always to our patron executive producers, John Ryan, Steve, Alex, Andy, and Hugh. Um, our, our voting, our internal voting for the end of the year awards has begun, and Star is firmly in the mix. So if you want to help Star out in, uh, in our animation end of the year awards, uh, you can become a patron for the month of December and uh, get in on it. Either way, you'll probably see a podcast in the Star feed for the nominations and uh, results. Um, for uh, assuming Star gets nominations, probably a lock for at least one. So um, exciting to evaluate this incredible year Star has had in the context of overall animation. All of that happening and more at OverlyAnimated.com. And uh, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Adios.